never base anything in Major League Baseball off a single game or even a single month. A single season can be too small a sample size. Because otherwise, the Cubs would look like a perennial powerhouse. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Cubs 14, Pirates 1 last night at Wrigley Field. Almost nothing to say about this other than seeing Quinn Priester get smacked around is just... It's one of the most deflating things for any follower of this team to experience because you only have X number of prospects that crack the top 100 lists that come out. And in the Pirates case, they've had two or three, depending on the lists. And Priester's been one of those guys. And Priester, if you go back to the early part of the pandemic was seen by some as just a raging, roaring up the charts kind of prospect. And poof, there's just next to nothing when you watch him pitch. It's not just the lack of a fastball or the lack of willingness to throw a fastball. All of his stuff gets belted in some form because it ends up becoming too predictable because he can't do anything. with You've heard all this. You've heard all this. So I'm going to change it up a little bit today and look at the rest of the division. Because honestly, I'm still not seeing the Central as having shaped into a powerhouse yet, of course, but even a potential powerhouse. I look at the Brewers well on their way to 90 plus wins, and I don't get floored by anything about that franchise. I really don't. They've got a couple of good pitchers. They're not going to be able to keep them. Certainly not for the long haul. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. If they do, more power to them, but it's just not been the case. Remember, Milwaukee is two-thirds the size of the Pittsburgh market. That's no picnic when it comes to generating revenue. And they haven't been a great hitting team, which runs counter to their history over the past decade, decade and a half, when that's what they would do is they would just belt the ball like crazy at American Family Field or Miller Park before that and just survive on the pitching and the defense. Now they're the other way around, and that's that's tenuous. Are they still the class of the division? Yes, obviously. Look at the standings. But that doesn't feel like it's going to be some kind of long-term grip. The Cubs, I'm not sure what to make of them. I do respect the fact that despite the revenue pool that the Cubs have, they will, from time to time, reset. You can call it rebuilding or whatever, but they'll move their guys out. And they just did that with a bunch of them, Anthony Rizzo and everyone else. And they've put together something that looks like it's got a future. And the Cubs are always the team. I got to share this with you, that whenever you talk to people inside the Central, not just the Pirates, but the Brewers as well and others, the Cubs are always the team that gets feared 
because the Cubs are the only one in the division that could, if they wanted to, spend like nuts. They could go the full Mets if they wanted to. They don't. They generally haven't. But they can. And that's where building up that good young base, the Seiya Suzuki types and so forth, eventually pays off for them. And it is, by the way, how they won their World Series. The Reds, my goodness, just a few weeks ago were the story in the game. Ellie De La Cruz individually was the story in the game, at times even more so than Shohei Otani. That's the kind of publicity that that kid was generating. And then he wasn't. And then they weren't. Now, when you have that type of natural skill level that Dela Cruz does, you're going to bounce back. You're going to find a way to be not just productive, but very, very productive. The Reds have themselves a special one in Dela Cruz. But it's not going to be a super straight line. It's not going to be a direct ascent from where he was to something higher, which is borderline inconceivable in baseball. They have others, but they're not flooded. They don't have this massive influx of prospects the way it might have appeared over those couple months. But they're on the way up, which leaves the Cardinals, who might be the most curious case of all, and not just because they should never, ever, ever, ever be in last place. It just feels like the world is in a different space whenever the Cardinals are this bad. But you look at their lineup, and they were just in Pittsburgh. And you look at those names that I was writing them in on the score sheet that I keep, and I'm going, what is this team doing in last place? And then you'd see them pitch, and then you'd see them catch, and then you'd see them lack a lot of those fundamentals that the St. Louis organization's been famous for. And the first thing that you think is, boy, are they firing Ollie Marmel this offseason. They will. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him gone like an hour after their regular season finale. But from there, they still got to add a ton of pitching. They're going to finally let go of Adam Wainwright, mutually, of course, and that whole continuity, years of Pujols, Molina, Wainwright, and those guys – will come to an end, but they still have Paul Goldschmidt. They still have Nolan Arenado. They have real live players, which means that St. Louis is going to go out probably more than any other team in the Central and spend money because they don't have any wishes ever to reset or rebuild. And I don't know that they should. You've got your lineup. Go buy some pitching. Cardinals won't be shy about doing that. You watch. They're going to be a player this winter. But the division overall, look, even if you're just setting aside the Pirates, and I'm sure after last night, that's a that's a smart thing to do. I, I still see this division as something that can be had. Not the way it could have been had this season had management not punted on it, but been over that one too, right? When we come back, J1Q. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Mark, who says, DK, we see issues all around sports regarding culture, getting to a winning culture like the Steelers and Penguins have had, or a losing culture like the Pirates have had. It seems that part of Bob Nutting's thinking was to get Travis Williams to bring some of that positive Penguins touch to the Pirates, but it doesn't seem to have happened. So where does Williams fall in? with the problems the Pirates have had in creating this winning culture. Is Nutting's failure at this too big for anyone to overcome? Mark, you are respectfully here putting the horse way behind the cart. Like, you've got the horse so many miles behind the cart right now that it's hard to even address the direct questions that you're asking. Culture doesn't come before winning. Winning follows culture. Think about this. Go back to April. Go back to 20 and 8. Did you look at and think about almost everyone associated with the Pirates at least a little bit differently at that time? It's okay to admit it if you did. I did. I did. I saw a team that was Number one, number two, or number three in virtually every hitting category over a full month. And it was the only month we'd witnessed. So there wasn't even a broader context. There wasn't a comparison point. That's just all we saw. The April 2023 Pirates, 20 and 8, dominating at the plate, dominating on the mound dominating defensively. They just looked like they had everything for a month. So do you think that I was looking at Andy Haynes the way I've looked at him over the full tenure that he's had since being here? Heck no, man. I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy, he he's really, he's got it going. I'm ready to give him his due. I'm ready to eat my crow and I was going to do that with Oscar Marine and everybody else all the way up, including Nutting. Real similar to how I felt in late 2013 after the blackout game, where I, I just I looked at Nutting in a very different way. I thought to myself, this is something that this guy helped generate. 
This is something that Kevin McClatchy hadn't been able to do before him. Maybe he was right. Maybe his methodology was right. You just look at them differently. And you know what else? In turn, they carry themselves a little bit differently. And now we're getting into more of what happens with the Steelers and the Penguins. There is a little bit of a, uh, I can say it, there's a, there's a cockiness to both of those franchises. When you walk into the doors of either of their buildings, you have championship trophies and photographs and wall murals punching you in the midsection. That applies to their practice facilities. It applies to everything they do, even in a year like this one, 2023, where both the Steelers and the Penguins failed to make the playoffs. Penguins failing to make it for the first time in 18 years. They still carry themselves that way. But I got to tell you, the winning came first. You've got to win first before you can this and that about any kind of culture. The culture doesn't create the winning. It's the other way around. I appreciate the question. It's a really good one. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Going to do another one of these tomorrow. 